product. It's certified THC-free. Just go to the website, 1360KHNC.com. Click the shop. Welcome to today's program, the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church Program. I'm your host, Rick Rodriguez. The last day of July, 2022. In uh, Matthew chapter 16, the Pharisees, they came to Christ and they uh, they asked him for a sign. And Christ told them, the only sign that I'm going to give you is the sign of the prophet Jonas. Uh, He was three days in the belly of the whale, and also I, Christ, will be three days in the heart of the earth. I will be in paradise for three days. I will raise from the dead and live forevermore. They wanted a sign. All through history... Mankind has wanted a sign. And at the time of Christ, in 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, there was a thought that Christ's return was imminent. But um, Paul told the believers, no, not yet. Here's what Paul said, 2 Thessalonians chapter 2. Relative to the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Messiah, and our gathering together to meet Him, we beg you, we implore you, brethren, to not allow your minds to be quickly unsettled or disturbed or kept excited or alarmed, whether it be by some pretended revelation of the Spirit or by the Word or by the letter alleged to be from us to the effect that the day of the Lord has already arrived and is here. 2,000 years, roughly 2,000 years ago, already there were people saying that Christ's, uh, that he'd already, the day of the Lord had come. Verse 3, Do not let anyone deceive or beguile you in any way, for that day will not come except the apostasy comes first. The great predicted falling away of those who have professed to be Christians has come. Until that day, until that day comes, which it did not come back then. Yes, already At that time, there was apostasy, but it was not the great apostasy. 
the great apostasy would come in the generations prior to Christ's return. I uh, believe that generation began with the rebirth of Israel as a nation. And from the time of Israel's rebirth, the great apostasy would begin to really develop decade by decade. And then in the final decade prior to Christ's return, the apostasy would have matured and would be fully, uh, would have developed fully in the churches of God. We are there. Apostasy, one, one, way, one way we can define apostasy, and, and there are so many different ways. It takes a whole program just to develop the intricacies of what apostasy means. But simply, Christians who will refuse to abide in Christ. Christians who will live by the flesh and by the soul, not by the spirit. Christians who they profess how great Christ is, how he's the mighty God, how he is wonderful, that he's eternal, and they can sing and worship, but they have no experience of the power that is in given them through Christ. They don't have the experience, the day-to-day victories that a Christian that has been given to Christ, that abides in Christ, that has his, his or her uh, mental, her, their, their state is the reason they're here, the reason they exist is solely for the purposes of God. They live in the world, they occupy, but the world is not their focus. The things of God and the eternal things of God, as well as the commission of God, is their focus. Apostasy is our, our, the, the spirit that keeps the believer victim, captive, captured, held, held in control or, or controlled by the cosmos. So Paul was saying that there would be a great apostasy that would come. I say, and many, many in the churches of God in America presently are, are realizing, they are speaking that the American church, the evangelical churches of America are so far from the reality of Christ, believing that they are in the center of the field because they have a they have a form of godliness, they profess Christ, and they believe that they are 
I guess you could say they believe that they are abiding in Christ. They have a knowledge of Christ, but in experience, they have no victories day to day. Another sign of the apostasy, the great apostasy, is that the pastors or the leaders, the shepherds of the land are not examples uh, biblical. They're, they're not the example that Paul told Timothy in, in 1 Timothy. They don't have the qualities, the qualifications of what the shepherds should be. I'm going to go, I'm going to jump from 2 Thessalonians. I'm going to go to... <coughs> First, Second Timothy chapter 3. And the reason I'm going to go over this chapter is because there's no better way to explain the condition of the evangelical churches in Christianity. This is not a doctrine, won't be a doctrine. This is exposing the condition and the experience of believers in this country. The greatest deception ever in the history of mankind, the greatest we are in the, in the days of the greatest deception ever in mankind's history. And Christians who do not believe that they can be deceived, uh, be warned. The deception, if, if the angels, a third of the angels of God, who were perfect. They were created perfect. They were created without any blemish. They were brilliant. And they were deceived by Lucifer. And they were holy. They were eternal. They had been in the presence of Almighty God. And they were deceived. For Christians... And people to believe that you cannot be deceived. You are already deceived. I've been... I, I remember... <clears throat> I guess... Uh, oh, I don't know. Six weeks, two months ago. The Lord told me... I, I've always needed wisdom. I've always prayed for wisdom. But a couple of months ago, I just one day had a thought that, yes, I have wisdom, I pray for wisdom, but I felt like the Lord told me, no, you need more wisdom. And I began to pray for more wisdom, and the Lord said, no, you need more wisdom. And I'm thinking, well, okay, Lord, I, I know I need. I think this was three months ago, actually, because I was having lunch with a friend, telling him about this visit. And I told him, Doug, the Lord kept telling me, no, you need more wisdom. And finally, I it got through to my thing. It, 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 I, it, somehow, I realized that I am going to need more wisdom 
than I have ever needed. And even then, I need more. We believers in America, we need wisdom like we have never, ever realized. And pray for yourselves that God will give you wisdom in everything. You pray for wisdom today, great wisdom. And then in a week, when something will develop, you'll have the wisdom that you need at that second. This is the, because of the darkness and the deception and the evil of our time, it's going to get darker, more evil. There's going to be greater deception. And you don't want to be in that path of this flood that is coming upon mankind. It's like these great, great flood rains that they'll have up high up in the mountain. And down on the plains, you have clear weather, blue skies, and you're camping in a low-lying area. And this heavy, heavy rains is dumping, dumping high up 20 miles away, 30 miles away. And there is a river of every dirt and mud and rock and trees and anything in the path of this river and is coming at you. Get out of the way. Be re Remove yourself from the evil of the land. Remove yourself from what is coming. And you're going to need wisdom to see what's coming and wisdom to make the right decisions, to make the right moves. God is warning the world. The whole world is being warned that Things have changed internationally. This would be the condition to the end. Of, this would be one of the signs at the end of the world. Peter said that, uh, I'm sorry, not Peter, but Luke. In Luke 24, 25, it said there'd be a time of darkness, the sun not shining, the sky's dark, the stars not giving their light, and there would be perplexities, there would be no answers, conundrums, there'd be nothing but bewilderment and perplexities, and there'd be futile attempts to find solutions, the complexities of the problems in the nations would be beyond mankind's ability to solve these problems. We are there. Christ used that word perplexity just one time in the New Testament. He used it in reference to the end of the world, to the, the time prior to His coming. And I believe He was focusing it even more specifically to the last decade. You know, uh, years ago I was visiting with the pastor and, and uh, we were talking about I, I really didn't know him. I just went in to visit him, and and uh, I felt uh, 
introduced myself and we were visiting and we, we were talking about the end of the world and he said, well, no man knows the day or the hour of Christ's return. And I told him, I said, that is true. But, a, but the prophetic scriptures are very clear that we can know the last year, we can know the decade, the year, the season of Christ's return. We don't know the day or the hour, but we may know that it will be two weeks before spring and maybe two weeks into spring. We'll know basically the month in which he will return. And maybe the month is half in in the winter and the other half in the spring. We'll know basically. We won't know the day or the hour, but we will know the year or the decade which we are in. I say we are in the final decade. Once the 70th week begins, once the tribulation begins on that very first day, the time clock begins. There will be a following seven years, and each year will be 360 days. This is according to Daniel's prophecies in the book of Daniel. The day that Antichrist or the coming son of perdition or the man of sin signs an agreement with the nation of Israel the clock begins. Seven years, each year 360 days. At the end of that seven years, to that very day, there will be an additional 135 days. This is Daniel's prophecy. So there are seven years and a following 135 days. So we'll know the year... <clears throat> Once that agreement is signed with Israel and the United States of America, once it's signed, we'll know seven years in the future, we're going to know roughly what year Christ will return. We won't know the day or the hour, but we'll know the, 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 the year. And we'll know the season for the most part, whether it be uh, winter, spring, summer, fall, or it may be right in between two seasons. But we'll basically know the time period. So, yes, people can say, well, we don't know the day or the hour. And they, they use it to throw it in your face. We believers, don't, don't let them throw that in your face. We don't know the day or the year, but we were the day or the hour. But we will know the a 30-day period of time, roughly, even down to a two-week period of time, when that 1,000, when when the the uh, was it a thousand hundred and thirty-five days, ninety and forty-five, hundred when the the uh, hundred and thirty-five days are are finished. I want to make sure I'm correct on this. Yeah, it's a seven. It's a. It's a. I'm going to look at this at the break, but there's going to be roughly 135 days extra. And when those days are finished, we know roughly when the end of those 30, 135 days are going to be finished. I'm going to check that. I I will look at that during the break, but and if I if I have to correct myself, I will. But we will know basically. 
when the time comes for Christ to return. Not the day or the hour, but the season. But one of the things the Lord said is in the final decade, there's going to be sickness, there's going to be disease, there are going to be plagues, pestilences, there's going to be famine, <clears throat> there will be energy issues, there's going to be wars, which Ukraine, China, presently, as a nation, has made it very clear to the United States, to the Western world, that China is no longer going to play second fiddle, second row, to the globalist plans of the West. China is never again going to take directions from the West or be controlled by the West ever again. Xi Jinping has made this very clear to the Western nations, to the British, to the Americans. You have controlled us for centuries. You've exploited China and the Chinese people for centuries. It's done. We're done with it. You're never going to exploit us again. This is the attitude of Xi Jinping. And Xi Jinping, one of the signs of the end of the world, is the Asian sisters, the Asian nations are going to have to have a way, will have a way, to bring their armies from the Far East to the Middle East. And that old Silk Road is now called a one-belt, one-road highway. It's, a, it's an interstate. It's a beautiful... I mean, they can, uh, they, they can run 100 miles an hour on that road. It's that well-built. But now there is a way. And on that corridor, there's going to also be trains. China is no longer... <clears throat> Has no, is no longer putting up with the uh, control of, of the Western nations. We are in the last decade. Xi Jinping, this man, took the very best of Mao. And Mao was compromised by the Rockefellers in America. And Xi Jinping knows the history of the Rockefellers in China, <clears throat> knows the history of how China was used and <clears throat> how the America, <clears throat> how America was using China during the time of Chairman Mao and Xi Jinping is a, is a, is a, how would I put it? More, more. If you thought Mao, Chairman Mao, was a communist, Chairman Mao would be in prison because Xi Jinping has taken communism and and uh, sterilized it and made it more pure than any communism ever that has ever existed in mankind's history. The Mao's communism is has been the recipe is perfect and Ch and Mao 
is no longer, he has uh, made it clear, the West is no longer going to interfere with China's plans for the world takeover. The globalist West, the new world order of the West, China is, is not going to allow that new world order of the West to control or uh, interfere with or give China direction ever again. <clears throat> so we're at the end of the world. And the Pentagon in this country knows it. And I'll tell you a little secret. There's one thing that Antichrist fears. He doesn't fear God, but he does fear communist China. Antichrist, this is the only threat to Antichrist, is China. Tidings out of the north and the east will disturb him. So, okay, we'll be back. Rick Rodriguez, the Olive Tree Program for today. Podcasts are 1360khnc.com. hate Disney as much as I do? Don't be a wokey. Listen to 1360 KHNC or go to 1360KHNC.com. This is Clay with Wagner Electric Company. We're out of Greeley. We're here to promote our Generac and Cummins standby generators and our service to the community with any electrical needs. We're located at 1517 2nd Avenue in Greeley, 970-800-3693. The biggest thing that we want to promote is that we set the standard and we're here to support you and your needs. 970-800-3693. Do you own or run a small business and listen to 1360 KHNC? Do your customers have the same beliefs and ideas that you do? then you should advertise with 1360 KHNC. Call 970-587-5003. Don't be unintelligent. Advertise with 1360 KHNC at 970-587-5003. Reasons to own gold. Brought to you by the Patriot Trading Group at allamericangold.com. Reason number 647. Most people don't even know that the courts have already ruled. Once money is deposited into the bank, the bank owns the money, and the depositor is merely an unsecured creditor of the bank, which means if the bank goes under, you get paid last. After the financial crisis, instead of breaking up too big to fail, the government and the Federal Reserve created Dodd-Frank, and made too-big-to-fail banks even bigger while putting your deposits more at risk. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group. To learn more, visit us at allamericangold.com or call us at 800 951 
The Federal Reserve is in control of our money. But lately, control is the last word you would use to describe the Fed. Emergency rate cuts, huge increases in their balance sheet, the constant blowing of bubbles and boom and bust cycles that just leave most of us busted. I'm Joe Jaquin, owner of the Patriot Trading Group, and we have been protecting people's wealth for almost 25 years. Stop playing the Fed's game and get your wealth protected. Call us at 800-951-0592 or visit our website at allamericangold.com. You are listening to KHNC, the roar of the Rockies. Okay, we're going to continue. Xi Jinping, I say, I feel, that he is perfect. The perfect person. His communism is, I'm trying to think of the right word, is more pure than Mao Mao, Chairman Mao's. And he is young, and he's basically told the West... You're not controlling China anymore. China is going to rule the world. Not the West. Then you have Vladimir Putin. Vladimir Putin is the perfect person to bring Russia down to the mountains of Israel to attack Israel with the other nations. America is presently in a perfect perfect uh, scenario to be the head or to be the leading nation in the new world order the new world order according to the bible is really the coming occult system of antichrist we as christians we should understand the occult world more than any other all, all the other uh, than, than the world in general or even Israel we because our battle is with we're not, our battle is not with flesh and blood like Paul said in Ephesians 6 our battle with, is with invisible things with powers in the heavens with rulers. We of all people on the earth should have the reality of the battle that we are fighting. We're not fighting, you know, the uh, on the battlefield field, battlefield, bullets are powerful. But in our battlefield, Paul, the other apostles, daily were fighting spiritual evil. We are also. (coughs) 
excuse me. And we of all people, we should have the clarity in our mind, in our thinking, to see the world as the scripture has presented the scenario of the end of the world to us. But Christians, again, many in the body of Christ, excuse me, are are not spiritually minded, carnally minded, soulish. We're in the last decade. We believers that exist in the world today, we are the generation that is, uh, I've stated this and I have to continue to state it, we were ordained to end this age, to end, to be the final Christians in the battle with the forces of darkness. We Christians in the near future, at the end of the tribulation, after the tribulation is over, we are going to be raised and resurrected to the judgment seat of Christ. We're not going to be raised at the great white throne judgment. We are raised to our eternal state to receive our eternal bodies a thousand years before the great white throne judgment. The There's a final day, a final hour in a second, where the experience of people who have received the Holy Spirit into their spirit and have been regenerated, that great experience is going to end. There will be a a person that will be the last individual that will receive Christ and then resurrection. And for, from that time into the future, never again will mankind be given the opportunity to receive Christ into themselves, to be born again, Christ living in them. The hope of glory, a mystery, Christ in you. There will be an end. That dispensation the church age dispensation, the dispensation of Christ dwelling within a human, in an individual, that is over. At the end of the Christian experience, during the roughly 2,000 years where Christ will be available to be received as the Holy Spirit, when the last person is born again and the the resurrection occurs then the judgments on the world will begin the christian was not appointed to wrath but we were told we would suffer 
tribulation. We would suffer hardship, but we would not suffer wrath. Wrath comes after the seven years of tribulation. Right after the Christian, the Christians are raised to meet Christ in the air at the judgment seat of Christ. Then the final judgments on the earth begin. And it will be at that time where the judgments will be so severe that if Christ didn't return, no flesh would be saved. But we are closing out this age. We are the final group of believers that are going to close out the age. Now, of the whole family of God, I don't know how many billions of people that may possibly be. Of the whole family, there's going to be a small portion that is going to be faithful, that is going to fulfill the prophecy in Matthew chapter 16, where Christ said, I will build my ecclesia, and the gates of hell will not prevail against my ecclesia. Out of the whole family of God, there will only be a small percentage that will be faithful, that will make up that body of believers that will that the gates of hell cannot prevail against the bulk the uh, the great percentage of the family of god the uh, kingdom of darkness the gates of hell will prevail against them so there's the group that the gates of hell prevail against and the group that the gates of hell will not prevail against. And this ecclesia is a small percentage of the whole family, a faithful group. And there are verses that talk about that small group, especially at the end of the world. I'm deviating from my notes, but I have to. In Revelation chapter 11, there are these two witnesses. The two witnesses are born again. They're not two pious prophets from Israel or two prophets from uh, the churches. The two witnesses in Revelation chapter 11, they are, firstly, they must be born again. Secondly, or even primarily, they are there are some that are Hebrew, the others are Gentile. God uses both the born into God family and the adopted family into God. The two of them work together. Paul talks about it in Ephesians that Paul had a, a real problem.
problem with the Christians of his time. You had the Jewish people that came to Christ. And then, with the preaching of Peter to the family of Cornelius, now you have a people that were not God's people from the Gentiles becoming members in the body of Christ also. This was a curveball to the Jewish thinking. But the prophets in the Old Testament had stated there would come a time when God would bring in another people that were not His people into His plan. And with Peter in that example of going to the house of Cornelius, a devout man, but a Gentile, and he gets saved, his whole family gets saved, and they were baptized, and they received the Holy Spirit. They have the baptism of the Holy Spirit. This was very difficult for Peter. But Paul's whole ministry was to the two families of God, the family through Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and a new family that was brought in, the Gentiles. And Paul saw the dilemma. How are these two families, there's going to be enmity between them. <clears throat> there, there, are, there is enmity. There is a problem. The Jewish people, the, the, the Jewish believers, they received the promises to Israel, the covenants. And the Gentile people received nothing, in a sense. But then Paul makes it very clear in Ephesians that everything that was afforded the Jewish people in Christ has been afforded and is given and is presented to and can be the experience of the Gentile people. So you have a natural born and an adopted child in the family of God, in Christ, in Messiah. And there had to be a way to be reconciled. Well, Christ was the way in which these two families were reconciled. This is a, it is a mystery, and it is still not fully understood, even in evangelical Christianity. Without the world seeing how fair and how righteous God has to be, God cannot be a respecter of persons. And in Christ, there cannot be favoritism to one, one of the children over the other. The adopted child, there cannot be any favoritism of the adopted child over the natural born child. There can't be, nor can there be favoritism over the natural born child, the children of Israel, over the adopted family, the Gentiles. Because God is not a respecter of persons. And with this 
revelation that Paul was presenting in the book of Ephesians to the believers in Ephesus, he was making it clear that these two had the same father. These two had been born into one baptism by one spirit into one family. Each would have a different objective, a different purpose, a different work in a sense. But on the other hand, they would both have the same work. They both would take Messiah to the nations. They both would have, they would work together. They wouldn't be divided. And in the time in which we're living, the children of the world, the wicked, they are one. They are united in everything they do. This is why they have great power. Because they're unified. They're not in they're not fighting with each other to a great degree. They're working on a common purpose. To bring the occult into the world, to bring Satan, to make Satan great, to make Satan known, and to bring in evil. They're one in that objective. And they are making great headway. But in the body of Christ, because there is, there is no revelation and understanding of how the Hebrew and the Gentile believers are to work together, because of that enmity still and the problem there is no unity there is no oneness and because of that there is not a full blessing of God on the body of Christ but the ecclesia is comprised of two peoples, two corporate people, Hebrew, Gentile. Revelation chapter 11, two witnesses, lampstands and olive trees. Two peoples, but it says they stand before the God of the whole earth. They're standing meaning they have full revelation and full authority before God in an evil world. We'll be back. Rick Rodriguez, The Present Truth, podcast 1360khnc.com. How would you like some free advertising? Free, 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 free. free. Call 970-587-5003. We will put your small business or local company on the half-empty cup of joe for the small business section of the show. Call 970-587-5003. 
and we'll get your business some free advertising today. Tactical Civics is a private member organization with the mission to glorify Jesus Christ and organize we the people to enforce the U.S. Constitution. From public school districts to Congress to the U.S. federal courts, those who are supposed to serve the American people now rule us. Tactical Civics focuses on training us to fight back. America needs you. Visit tacticalcivics.com. Again, tacticalcivics.com. January 22nd saw northern Colorado invaded by thousands of Second Amendment patriots going to the new PE gun show facility at the Greeley Mall. Gone are the days of the crowded facility and limited products. Patrons shopped hundreds of tables filled with all the items you expect at a premier event show. For future show dates, CCW training or seller reservations, visit PEShows.com. That's PEShows.com for more info. The new 90,000 square foot premier events expo center located at Greeley Mall off Highway 34, is a perfect indoor space to plan your next event. Weddings, graduations, concerts, or fairs, this space can accommodate. For leasing information, contact PEShows.com or call them at 970-663-9101. That's PEShows.com, 970-663-9101. Power surges and lightning bolts can cause damage to your electronic devices. A EMP attack can fry everything, leaving everyone looking like the Flintstones. But don't let that happen. Go to EMPShield.com and enter KHNC in the promo code box. EMP Shield can keep you secure and running when no one else can. American-made electronic protection. Again, put KHNC in the promo box. EMPShield.com This is Bob Cambrin with Waterworks. Some of those listening right now have issues with your water. No matter where your water comes from, municipal or well, all water has impurities. At Waterworks, we know water. We provide affordable, long-term solutions to make your water ideal. Call or text Bob Cambrin, 303-888-8891. presenting is the solution to all the problems in the world. Well, we're not going to solve anything, but the solution to the evil are the churches of God. And in the churches of God, you have two families, Hebrew and Gentile. Revelation chapter 11, two witnesses, born again, and they work and their functioning is in a prophetic, is prophetic as witnesses 
as prophets. They stand before the God of the whole earth. They're mature and they have standing meaning they are fit for battle and they will be victorious in battle and they will during the time of their prophesying which will be for three and a half years they will bring judgments on the earth this will be the first half of the tribulation then in the next three and a half days which are not physical days the next final three and a half years and this is where Christians will begin to argue that after three and a half days just meaning they'll be raised after like three and a half days no the three and a half days in Revelation chapter 11 are talking about the following three and a half years after their initial three and a half years of testifying and prophesying and bringing judgments upon the earth the devil worshipers believe they have power they do but God will display the power his power through his people for three and a half years and then in the following three and a half days will be the, the final three and a half years of the great tribulation and that during that three and a half years of tribulation, this is when the great martyrdom of God's children will take place. I uh, have, I've always uh, known that to talk about the martyrdom is uh, of God's children is a very difficult situation. But at the end of the world, God's people, God will work in their thinking to, get, to bring a reality that uh, this is part of the plan of God and we cannot stop it. Okay, hour one, we're finished. Podcast 1360KHNC.com. Rick Rodriguez will be back for the second hour in a few minutes. Responses to our Ostrafarian CBD commercial. Here's a message from Arnold. I don't know what the big deal is. I just try to use a little accent and sell some CBD, and people get all upset at me. I just want to sell CBD. Buy CBD now. Now. Buy it now. To buy or find my kind CBD products, just go to the website 1360khnc.com, click on the shop. You're listening to the Roar of the Rockies, KHNC, 1360 AM, Johnstown, Greeley, Loveland, Fort Collins. Rocky Mountain News Network, I'm Jim Williams. Colorado prisons are so short-staffed these days, correction systems, teachers, and social workers are having to work as guards. The Corrections Department says that's because it's down some 1,700 prison officers. The DOC is now pulling those other employees from their regular posts. Corrections officers themselves say they're routinely working double shifts 16 hours lately, leading to safety risks. Many of the teachers and caseworkers now say they're getting trained to be officers on the job. One of the teachers not excited about it is Paul Brackman. I'm just not in the mindset of a corrections officer. And I'm not 
honestly not trying really hard to get there because I really don't want to be a corrections officer. The staffing shortage has led to a financial surplus for the department, though it now has fewer people to pay. DOC Director Dean Williams plans to talk to the governor this week about using that extra money to recruit and retain more workers. Much of outdoor news today in Summit County, the Vail Resort's own Keystone Ski Area is having to stop building a new chairlift. That comes after the resort mistakenly built an improper road on the mountain. The R only got permission from the Forest Service to build the new lift at Bergman Bowl with a condition of minimal road construction, but the site ended up with an unauthorized road built in environmentally fragile alpine terrain. The resort blames miscommunication for that error. If you need a new place to camp, head for the summit as well. The Dillon Ranger District adding new campgrounds in previously undeveloped areas. More than 60 designated sites being added. They say these will take less of a toll on the local environment. On the plains, grab their rod and tackle box. State wildlife managers for the Queens and Jumbo Reservoirs in eastern Colorado are throwing out the rule books. They want to take as many fish out of those two bodies of water as possible while there's still water there. State Parks and Wildlife has authorized the haul because both reservoirs are in danger of drying up, killing all the fish there. CPW encouraging fishermen and women to come get them while you can. Bag and possession limits are lifted, as are fly and lure restrictions. In sports, a record 7,100 fans were on the hill above the practice fields at Dove Valley Saturday for Broncos practice. Former quarterback Peyton Manning was among those there. And after losing two straight to the first-place Dodgers, the Rockies came back to knock them off last night at Coors Field 5-3. to three. Jim Williams, Rocky Mountain News Network. Summer is around the corner. Take time to refresh in Wyoming's Carbon County. Drive up and soak in the mineral hot springs. Visit one of their many museums. Take a scenic hike, horseback ride, or bike ride. Enjoy an array of lounging, dining, and entertainment options. All the fun set against the West's favorite backdrop. Plan your trip at wyomingcarboncounty.com. That's wyomingcarboncounty.com. Get your West on. Have you discovered life in the passenger seat with modern amenities, big discounts for seniors, and door-to-door service options? Oh, public transit is not what it used to be. Comfortably travel across the state or just across town while enjoying Wi-Fi, the view, and the stress-free experience. Caretakers can ride at no additional cost. Learn how easy it is to give up the keys at olderwiser.org. That's O-L-D-E-R-W-I-S-E-R dot O-R-G. <laughs> By now, you know how good CBD can be for you. But here's some things CBD can't help you with. Those annoying calls about your car's warranty expiring. Gay frogs or racist cows. Climate coaches or that undying devotion to Alex Jones. This has been a friendly reminder from your friends at 1360 KHNC, the roar of the Rockies. What are we gonna do tonight? Too much stuff to do, you ain't lying. Won't you just jump in the ride and see what's on? Everybody's mine. We're going to go to Spirits Music Hall. That's what we're going to do tonight. Live music, comedy, wrestling, karaoke, and more. Acts that you do not want to miss. All at Spirits Music Hall, located at 1 North Parish Avenue, Johnstown. Across the street from our radio station, 1360 KHNC. Get tickets and see the schedule of events at spiritsmusichall.com. That's spiritsmusichall.com. You can also buy tickets at the door during the events. Experience live local entertainment that you will love. Go to spiritsmusichall.com.
Hi, I'm Anita McAllister, your senior specialist. Are you turning 65? Know someone who is? The best time to learn about Medicare is three months before you turn 65. Call me at 970-515-6882 to start planning. Don't make the mistake of waiting too long. There are specific enrollment periods. If you miss them, you may have to wait till next year. There are late enrollment penalties. The longer you wait, the bigger the penalties. Call me, 970-515-6882 today. Hot August night and the leaves hanging down and the grass on the ground smelling sweet. back for the second hour of today's program, the Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church program. I'm your host, Rick Rodriguez. First hour, uh, just covering the fact that we are at the end of the world, and we believers in the world today are going to see, we're going to, we're going to see, yes, we are going to be here at Christ's coming, but we are also going to be here when the coming man of sin comes onto the scene. The man of sin, the uh, Antichrist, we will be here. We are going to be, and we are now in the days, not only of the coming of the Son of Man, but also in the days of the coming Antichrist. The the I I it's hard for me to I look at I watch what's happening in the evangelical churches in this country and I uh cannot get away from the fact that we are apostate this is an apostate church it is we are in the great apostasy there are the men 
in ministry that have done a great job through the years. Then there are those that are in the positions of authority in the churches. A greater, greater portion of men who have no business being in ministry. And I'm talking about those that are truly born again. But then there are those that are not born again, but are wolves that are in, that are leading the assemblies. And the Christian people are sitting under men that are devil worshipers. This is one of the conditions that would happen at the end of the world. I'm going to go to 1 Timothy chapter 3. I'm going to start here and I'll have a commentary as I go. But like I finished out the last hour. Revelation chapter 11. The two witnesses are born again people. They are born again. I hammer this point home. The two witnesses in Revelation chapter 11 must be born again. They must be members in Messiah. They are members of the body of Christ. They are not religious prophets coming from Jerusalem, Elijah, or John the Baptist, or Moses. No. They are born again. And they are from the two families of God. Hebrew and Gentile Believers who are one in Messiah. There is no preference. There are no benefits for being Jewish or benefits for being Gentile in Messiah. God is no respecter of persons. Paul even stated, I think it was in Philippians, that he counts everything as a complete loss, a complete waste, even his being born of the tribe of Benjamin, being raised in the pharisaical system, the law, all of it was of no consequence. What is of great consequence are the riches of Christ. And so there's no advantage and he, he is stating there's no advantage to being Jewish. In Christ, the Gentile has the exact same access to God the Father. The Jew and Gentile both have access to the Holy Spirit, to the riches of Messiah. There cannot be unfairness with God there is none it is impossible for God to be unfair it is impossible for God to give one of his children at the same dinner table they're all given the portion that is on that table we whether Hebrew or Gentile 
everything afforded by God and the promises of God through Christ, we have access to it all. And these two witnesses, these two families of God, working together, are going to testify for 42 months. We're going to bring judgments on the earth for 42 months. And the we stand before the God of the whole earth, before, before the same God. We're being measured by the same God. We're being tested equally. These two, there is no, they're in, they're, they're of the household of God. One baptism, enjoying the one spirit with all the riches of God afforded to each of them equally. This presents God to the world in a in a with a testimony that is profound the jewish people in israel cannot understand why you have in in a foreign distant country a group of people that are worshiping and singing praises to the god of israel it's a mystery to them And in Israel, they are looking at their fellow uh, their 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 fellow brethren also with the Gentiles singing praises and worship to the God of Israel. The Jewish people they generally don't mingle, but here you have. Jewish believer, Gentile believer, both singing praises to the God of heaven and both loving God's elect people, Israel, the Hebrew people, and both love the plan of God for the nation of Israel and the land of Israel that was given to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob for the Jewish people. That plan has never changed. So it's a mystery to the Jewish people. They think it's nonsense. <clears throat> they can't they don't understand it. But we in the body of Christ there has been a great harmony. It's not a perfect harmony yet. It's still in process. The messianic movement coming into existence in America during the Jesus movement. And it is a great part of Christian, the Christian body, body of uh, the, the Christian experience. And people, some people that are Gentile, they don't like it. Some Jewish people that are Jewish, they don't like it. 
these uh, there are there are many in the messianic movement that want the jewish roots only and they want everybody to go back to the jewish roots and they use that term well, you got to be careful if meaning jewish roots if it brings any any kind of of um what's the word i'm looking for There can't be any competition. And with the Gentile people refusing to accept that the Jewish people in Messiah, that is that is not... Uh, boy, there's a word I'm looking for and I, I've got to find this one word. We have to be careful that we don't cause... It can be complicated, but we have to be careful so that we don't cause division and misunder even more misunderstanding in what God is doing. There has to be a messianic movement. The messianic movement has to, and the messianic movement must have the attitude that at every opportunity they have to give the Jewish brothers, the Jewish family in the earth, the opportunity to receive Messiah. Will all Jewish people receive Messiah? No. But we, Jew and Gentile alike, must present Messiah to the Jewish people. And this is one thing that most in the the Gentile churches that really love and support Israel will not do. They even state that we're not to preach the gospel to the Jewish people. No, we have to present Messiah to the Jewish people and let God decide who will come into the kingdom of heaven that is Jewish and who will not. And the Jewish people need to present their Messiah to their Jewish people. This is why in Israel, the, the Jewish believers in Israel, they have a hard a hard walk trying to uh, to to present Jesus Christ or Yeshua HaMashiach to the Jewish people they are persecuted they are hated but we have to do that whether Jew whether he whether messianic or not messianic the Jewish people are to be, be be presented the the reality that the Messiah is returning and the Messiah is available as the Holy Spirit to bring them into his kingdom to the kingdom of heaven so with my ministry and with what with the friends that I I have a an affiliation with in the Hebrew in the Messianic movement, we attempt to not cause any divisions or misunderstandings between the two groups. Both are if they're born again, we are we are in Messiah. We have access to all the riches of the God of Israel. We are we are, are baptized into one baptism. 
we have received one spirit. And this is presented in Revelation chapter 11. There is no animosity. There is no envy. There is no uh, anything in Revelation chapter 11 concerning these two witnesses. These two witnesses are united in one plan. And this is why presently in the household of God, like Amos said in chapter 3 of Amos, I think verse 2, how can two walk together unless they're where they're headed? Uh, how can they walk together unless they're united in what they're doing and the direction they're going? How can two walk together? You can't. And in this country, even in the evangelical churches, the Gentile churches, they're not united. They're not walking in the same direction. What direction is that? We have to be united in this one thought. That we're at the end of the world. That we, in America, we are living in the land of the coming Antichrist. More pastors are starting to realize this and waking up to it. And it's still difficult. We have to realize that we can't walk together unless we realize we're at the end of the world. That we're in the time of sorrows just before the tribulation begins. There are many, many things that we... The revelation is how we is what, what gives us the ability to walk together in the same direction. With brothers that I know from the past, we all know that we are, that America is Babylon the Great of the end of the world. We're, we are, we have been for 40 years, one, we have not had a problem recognizing who America is. We recognize that it will be out of this country will come the son of perdition. We realize that this nation will sign an agreement with Israel and the 70th week will begin. We realize that hardships are coming to this church in America. We realize that one of these days, Damascus is going to be destroyed, setting things in motion right prior to the 70th week, this last seven years beginning. We're one, we realize that the cosmos, the system of the devil, is the, in this country, is the greatest culture, the greatest system of evil that has ever existed. And one thing that makes this culture so evil is the technology. We realize that this church in America is 100% going the opposite direction of what God intended. Not going in the direction of walking in spirit, but living in the flesh, living in the soul. 
we recognize and realize that the greatest persecution to this small company of faithful Christians, yes, the world is going to attack viciously the whole body of Christ, but especially this small group, but also the religious Christians in America, in the churches, are going to be a greater threat. Christian hatred toward true Christians. And one thing that Christians that, that, Christians that are, are faithful, they get the most persecution from fellow Christians. We realize the great apostasy, one of the, uh, one of the, of, of apostasy, one of the fruits of apostasy is hatred toward God-fearing Christians. Part of the apostasy is the hatred of brother toward brother. That is what apostasy produces. Apostasy produces a love for the world, a love for the society, a love for the culture, and the things of the culture. But it's enmity with God, according to 1 John. The love of the world is enmity with God. The world, and the love of the world, is what kills the fervency of a Christian in his walk with God. So these friends, and and because we see and recognize and are aware that we have such short time, these friends, we are hard, I mean, we're all of us are in our 70s. Another brother just turned 80, another brother's going to turn 80 even more fervent in our walk with the Lord and more fervent in our dedication and our uh, being busy than when, I mean, we've always been busy, but we're busier now than we've ever been before. But how can two walk together unless they're going to have the same objective, going to the same destination. And that's the problem in this country. Until the pastors of this country realize that they live in the land of the coming son of perdition, until they have that revelation, they will continue to walk in every direction except in the same direction. This is the revelation that's coming to the to the pastor, the true pastors of the land. The true pastors very shortly are already in the process. God is already working to give them the revelation as to who this country is, how far along in the timeline we are. More pastors now are beginning to realize that Matthew chapter 24 is really talking about the last decade and at the beginning of the last decade there are going to be hardships begin sorrows and uh, sorrows and a time of uh, birth pains 
in the last two years since the imposter became president of this country, look at the hardships that have begun. Even at the end of the Trump administration, the the man-made plague. And this is what the Bible says. Man will have the technology to bring man-made plagues, man-made sickness, man-made environmental disasters. We have the technology. Man will have the ability to control the weather. Ever since Christ stopped the wind when he's out on the boat in the sea with the disciples, when the children of the devil read that those verses they realize and even the jewish people said that whoever can stop the weather can stop the wind has got to be god and this is one of the things that the military industrial complex of this country and the countries of the world have sought after the way to control the weather well man has that technology now and uses that technology on the nations of the world to stop weather patterns, to change weather patterns, to cause drought or to cause flooding. This is what the Lord said at the end of the world would happen. Man would become God, have the ability to be God, to change weather, and to create things that God did not create in the Garden of Eden. We're going to be back for the second half of the second hour 1360KHNC.com for podcast. Rick Rodriguez. Thank you, Pure Blood Mike, for sponsoring Alex Jones, The Present Truth, and Fake News Friday, Hour 2. Hi, Chad here with Liberty Communications. Do you have an outdated phone system? Is your service with a large carrier that doesn't care about you? Are you sick and tired of waiting on hold only to be routed to a call center out of the country? Then you need our help. We answer our phones live and know our clients by name. Let us provide your company a no-charge phone and Internet evaluation. Call 720-399-0233 or learn more at libertybts.com. Hi, this is Dana from Saddle Up Western Saddle and Tack Shop in Gilcrest, Colorado, right off Highway 85 and County Road 31. We are your one-stop equine shop. We offer saddle fittings on-site and off-site. Our motto, fit the horse, fit the rider, fit the budget. You can call us at 303-772-7821. Visit us on the web at saddleupcolorado.net. Do you have a 401k sitting with a previous employer or various IRAs and don't know what to do with them? Look no further. My name is Joey Jaquint and I work with Northwestern Mutual. I take the time to educate you on all your options, making sure you pay the lowest fees possible while taking advantage of any and all tax options as well. It can be very frustrating not knowing how your money is working for you or what your money is even being invested in. 
Together, we will develop a philosophy for how your money will work for you with complete transparency. On top of that, I will be constantly rebalancing your portfolio every quarter, making sure we are always popular diversified in the market. I take pride in making sure my clients are always taken care of. Again, I'm Joey Jaquint, and you can reach me at my cell phone number, 602-909-9048. Again, my number is 602-909-9048, and I'm always a call or text away. Reasons to own gold. Reason number 725. The government goes out of its way to make you believe Social Security has an account with your name on it with money just for you. But the Supreme Court ruled that payments due under Social Security are not property rights and are not protected. Social Security is merely a tax and the government is under no obligations to pay you anything. Call the Patriot Trading Group at 800-951-0592 or visit allamericangold.com. We here at KHNC are looking for new conspiracy theories because all the old ones have become fact. This has been a public service announcement from KHNC. And the podcasts for our, my programs, 1360KHNC.com. My contact information is Olive Tree Ministry, P.O. Box 872, Longmont, Colorado, 80502. P.O. Box 872, Longmont, Colorado. 80502. And during the week, Monday through Thursday from 2 to 3 here on KHNC, I have and I uh, <clears throat> I am the host of the Present Truth program. And those podcasts are also on 1360khnc.com. In the 70s, all the I met the Lord uh early in 1971 and all the Christians that I meet with we were all talking about the end of the world we were all talking about the end times we knew we were in the end times we believed that we would be here when Christ returned and uh, we still do believe that I do think that uh, we are in the last decade probably by the end of 2030 Possibly the end of 2030 uh, into 2031, right in that vicinity. But we won't know until until the first sign is going to be an attack on Israel by the Islamic terrorists, and Israel will destroy Damascus. That will be the big sign. And we are roughly in the final eight years. <coughs> Excuse me. But in the meantime, 
How can two walk together unless they're one and united in the destination where they're headed? Boy, I'm trying to get to 1 Timothy chapter 2. Uh, Okay, I'm going to go ahead and begin that. This is Paul talking about the last days. Remember and know this. In the last days, days, there are going to be many troubles. There are going to be difficult, troubling times. People will love themselves, love money, brag. They're going to boast. They will be proud, arrogant. They will say evil things against others. They will not obey their parents or be thankful or grateful or be the kind of people that please God. They will not love others. They will refuse to forgive, to reconcile. Is that the condition to some degree in the body of Christ? When you refuse to forgive and reconcile? This is why so many people are are sick. Because they have unforgiveness in their heart. They will gossip. They're going to slander. They're not going to control themselves. They're going to let their flesh run wild. They're going to uh, be cruel. They're going to be brutal. They're going to be full of hate. They're not going to love what is good, what is proper. They're going to turn against their friends. They're going to be treacherous. They're going to be traitors, betrayers. They're going to do foolish things without thinking. Basically, they're going to be very reckless. They're going to be conceited. They're going to love pleasure. Who wants to know God and love God when you can have pleasure instead? They're going to act. This is uh, 2 Timothy 3, verse 5. They're going to act as if they serve God. They're going to have a form, an appearance of godliness, of piety. But they will not have his power. And they will deny his power. They don't need his power. Do you know, believers today, they really uh, have a form of godliness. But they deny the power thereof. They have the form of godliness. I remember... In the early days of my uh, being churched, I didn't know that in the assembly, which was a great assembly, there were so many godly believers. It was a great family of believers. And I didn't know that in that family, some of the men who were the leaders and the pastors were having affairs with other members' wives. And it it, I didn't know this until that was back in the 70, 74 through 78 that I was with this church family. And it was national. And I didn't know until maybe four or five years ago that one of the brothers that was one of my main pastors his wife had been having an affair with another man from another church 
for, I don't know, years. And the, the, the friend, the brother, the pastor, who'd helped me so much, he knew about it. And there came a point where he didn't know what to say, he didn't know what to do, but he didn't want to divorce and <clears throat> ruin his uh, testimony, so he stuck it out. And eventually she, the wife, quit the affair. I couldn't believe this. I couldn't believe it. And then I find out there were others as well that were men that I knew. And their wives were faithful and they were unfaithful. Well, if I were part of that assembly right now, I would just stand up in the middle of that. I would go to the person and I would tell him that I know about his conduct and I would warn him that he better stop. And I would tell him, if you don't stop, then you need to stop coming to the assembly. Don't take the Lord's table. You have no business being here. Till you quit your fornication or your adultery, you are an offense to the, to the name of the Lord Jesus. I would tell him. And if he's taking the Lord's table, uh, I would tell him, well, in that case, I'll pray that you get sick. I don't even need, need I don't even really need to pray that because you will get sick. But then I would tell him, and if you don't stop, I'm going to take it to the uh, others that are leaders in the assembly. And if they don't do anything about it, which generally they won't, then I'll stand up in the meeting and expose you. See, we don't have, we don't have, we don't follow the directives in the Bible. We just turn the, we turn, uh, we turn away. It's kind of like turning the other cheek. You don't turn the other cheek to evil. You expose it. You try to help the person that's got a problem for his sake, but more so for his family's sake. But not in America. We've got a different kind of church here in America. I know my hometown, a pastor that was having affairs. He got caught. Well, they rehabilitated him. No, no, no. You don't rehabilitate people like that. You don't ever allow them back in ministry again. You dismiss them. They can repent and they can have the joy of the Lord again. But no, you don't put them back in ministry over the souls of people. Well, that's what the assembly did. They re rehabilitated him. They sent him away for a couple of years and supposedly rehabilitated him. And then they put him back in ministry. And what happens down the road? He gets caught having more affairs and then having problems with children. 
These type of people, Paul made it clear, once they have gone to this extent and ruined their testimony, they are not to be put in charge of the souls of men ever again. Then if they do work in ministry, if, if they can be a, a value, they have to be subject to someone who oversees everything that they do. You don't ever put them back in ministry to allow them to have a church. Another friend of mine, big ministry, big ministry with the vineyards, then eventually started his own ministry. And eventually had a had a meltdown. And after the big meltdown, he's divorced. And then a second marriage and a, a divorce. And the evangelical way is if you're very, very gifted, you go ahead and continue because you're gifted. I hear about this everywhere throughout this country. Gifted people, they try to restore them after they have been caught in adultery and divorce and all this and they try to restore them and put them back in ministry because they draw people. They are good for bringing people into and bringing finances into a ministry. No. That's not, that's, that's the way of man. That's the, that is the evangelical Pentecostal way. That is not God's way. God's way, I'm telling you, the road is straight and the gate is narrow. And then one friend, so he's having affairs. And so the other, there are other men that are in ministry, part of his ministry, and they begin to have affairs. Well, if the pastor can do it, I guess it's okay. I can do it too. You set an example and a spirit. This is why Paul told Timothy and gave him the directions of who can be a bishop, who can be elders. There was a itemized list of, of qualifications, but not in evangelical Christianity and not even in the Catholic Church, not even in the Lutheran churches. They have their own qualifications and they don't follow them either. You see the apostasy in this country, the apostasy in the churches of this country. Not all. There are, the, there are those that I, my wife and I have worked with, very, very godly, godly men. And their wives are godly. And the ministries, the people in their ministries are godly. One friend, a pastor, he uh, made it very clear to his, uh, his people. They'd have, you know, they would go outside and smoke. And they would chew. And I'm in the, uh, visiting this brother one day, here about two years ago. And this young kid comes in. And the pastor tells him, I told you tells the brother, 
straight away. I told you, if you have chew in your mouth, you're not allowed to come in with that in your mouth. And you know it. You know the rules. And the kid said, well, he says, no, you go spit it out or you go outside. Do not come in here with that. The kid didn't like it. But this is the quality and caliber of some of the pastors that I'm affiliated with, have been affiliated with, will continue to be affiliated with these type of people. So going on with Timothy, he's going to get into it. Then you have They will, these people will act as if they serve God. They'll have a form and appearance of godliness, piety, but it will not, <clears throat> but will deny the power of God. Stay away from and avoid these people. This is what Paul said. Stay away from them. Some of them, they worm their way, they're tucked away into homes and get control and gain influence over silly, vulnerable, or idle women who are full of burdens with guilt of sin and are led, they're controlled by many uh, of their evil desires. These women are always learning or they're seeking out new teachings, but they are never able to understand or arrive at the truth fully. Paul is talking about women. Just as Janus and Jambres were against Moses, which were the traditional names of the Egyptian magicians who opposed Moses, these people are against the truth. Their thinking has been ruined. Their minds and their thoughts are corrupt and depraved. They have failed to try to follow the faith or they're teaching a counterfeit faith. This is part of the apostasy, a counterfeit faith. talking about some of these and these were friends of mine that were having that they were either their wives or they were having affairs but they will not be successful in what they do because as with Janus and Jambres everyone eventually will see their folly then Paul says in verse 10 but if you follow what I teach, the way I live, my goal, my purpose, my aim in life, of my faith, my patience, and my love, you know, no matter what, I never gave up. You, you are aware of my endurance. You know that I have been hurt. You know how I've suffered. You know the persecution I've gone through and the suffering, as in Antioch, Iconium, and Lystra, I've suffered and endured great persecution, but the Lord rescued me, delivered me from all those troubles. Indeed, in fact, everyone who wants to live as God desires will be persecuted. We're going to finish out here in just a second, so... Rick Rodriguez, the Olive Tree Ministry, podcast 1360khnc.com. 
power surges, and lightning bolts can cause damage to your electronic devices. A EMP attack can fry everything, leaving everyone looking like the Flintstones. But don't let that happen. Go to EMPShield.com and enter KHNC in the promo code box. EMP Shield can keep you secure and running when no one else can. American-made electronic protection. Again, put KHNC in the promo box. EMPShield.com Doctors say you should have your colon checked often. I'm not a doctor, but if you don't have your gun cleaned regularly, it'll get filled with crap too. And when it breaks, it could cost you your family. Don't let it happen to you. Go see My Favorite Gunsmith at MyFavoriteGunsmith.com. Give me a call or shoot me a text at 970-776-0258. That's My Favorite Gunsmith at MyFavoriteGunsmith.com, 970-776-0258. That ain't working, that's the way you do it. Money for nothing and your chicks for free. Hi, this is Jason with the Patriot Trading Group. I want to talk to you for a moment about investment. Savings is great, and everyone who listens to KHNC knows who to call. But I want to talk to you about Joey Jaquint. Give him a call at 602-909-9048. Why call Joey? Because there are ways to grow your money by investing with Joey Jaquint and Northwestern Mutual. Gold is safe, but with risk comes reward. And Joey can put your money into high-risk or low-risk products to grow your money with investing. Joey can also cover those just-in-case situations with very important life insurance policies, some of which can grow your money and be used in the future. Call Joey at 602-909-9048. Buy all the gold you can afford, but call Joey and learn how to protect and grow your money with some well-placed investments. When dealing with a worldwide pandemic, remember to avoid, distance, and alienate yourself from friends, family, and neighbors. That way, when the crisis is over, no one will ask you to help them move, to borrow money, or bother you for a cup of sugar ever again. After all, who needs community anyway? This has been a public service announcement. Have a lonely, I mean lovely day. Did you get some mud on your pants? Did you get a little spaghetti sauce on your shirt? Did you get shed on by your dog? Well, I had on clean underwear, clean underwear. Yeah, my mama, what well, if so, call New Method Cleaners, Northern Colorado's oldest dry cleaners. Located in Severance and Fort Collins, you can reach them at 970-775-0623. That's 970-775-0623. Finishing out the second hour of today's program. Podcasts are 1360KHNC.com. And then for the weekday programs, for the present truth, 
from 2 to 3, Monday through Thursday. Also, 1360KHNC.com. Contact information is P.O. Box uh, Olive Tree Ministry, P.O. Box 872, Longmont, Colorado, 80502. P.O. Box 872, Longmont, Colorado, 80502. We're truly in treacherous times, and the times are going to become more treacherous. And like I began at the first hour, if there was ever a time where you needed wisdom, wisdom and discernment to be protected from deception, never, ever have you ever uh, now more than ever, you need to pray and ask God for protection and for wisdom and discernment because you may not you may feel inclined to go into an assembly. You have to check out the man that is the head of an assembly. You really have to have the discernment. To firstly, know if the person is truly born again. Many Satanists have infiltrated the churches. They preach the gospel. People come to Christ. But they are not born again. I know. And it doesn't matter whether you're Lutherans or Evangelical or Catholic in these seven churches of God, Satan has sent in infiltrators to, to be at the positions of authority. Don't think he can't do that. The Apostle Paul, he was in Ephesus for three years. He warned them. He said, I warn you with, in tears, day and night for three years, that after my departure, Satan would send in people that would appear and godly, they would appear to be godly and holy, but they would be from the other kingdom. I have heard of and I know of people in the evangelical churches that are from the other kingdom and they have thousands, tens of thousands of people following them. We're going to finish the third hour. We'll be back. Rick Rodriguez, the Olive Tree Ministry. 1360KHNC.com for podcast. Thirteen sixty KHNC.com has CBD products. Click on the shop button and get yours today. Just go to thirteen sixty KHNC.com slash shop. The CBD on our website is 99% pure, all natural, no pesticides, non-GMO, is grown organically right here in Colorado, and is 100% THC free. Oh, and did you know ours is the lowest price CBD anywhere in northern Colorado? For all your CBD needs, just log on to 1360KHNC.com slash shop. You're listening to the Roar of the Rockies, KHNC, 1360 AM, Johnstown, Greeley, Loveland, Fort Collins. 
Rocky Mountain News Network, I'm Jim Williams. Recent flash flood warnings haven't warned of anything like what happened 46 years ago today when a foot of rain fell in just a couple hours, resulting in the Big Thompson Canyon flood. It killed 144 people, caused $35 million in damage in 1976 dollars, and destroyed major parts of U.S. Highway 34. 63-year-old Terry Belair had just graduated Berthet High School that spring and spent July 31st at a work party in the canyon. She and a friend didn't get much beyond Estes Park on the way home, though, when water quickly rose around their car. If you open the door and the, the water's hitting the tires and it's still raining really, really hard, don't stay in the car. She tells Denver's KUSA-TV they abandoned the car and started climbing the rocks, grabbing handholds anywhere, finally making it to a ledge where they spent the night and they looked down into the canyon. We could kind of see through the thunder her car kind of starting to bob and then just get washed away. The two young girls couldn't know at the time those 144 folks weren't able to get out of the water's way and would lose their lives. She says they were just lucky getting flown to safety in a helicopter the next morning. She still has a chunk of asphalt from Highway 34 she picked up getting into the aircraft as a reminder. Today there's a memorial just off the rebuilt highway near Drake remembering the flood victims. State wildlife managers for the Queens and Jumbo Reservoirs in eastern Colorado are throwing out the rule book. They want to take as many fish out of those two bodies of water as possible while there's still water in them. State Parks and Wildlife says both are in danger of drying up, killing all the fish there. So CPW is encouraging all fishermen and women to come and get them while you can. Bag and possession limits lifted, as are fly and lure restrictions. You just need a valid Colorado fishing license. In sports, a record 7,100 fans were on the hill above the practice fields of Dove Valley Saturday, cheering on the Broncos at the end of their first week in camp. New coach Nathaniel Hackett loved it. You know, this is more fun because you get to be involved with everything. I mean, you get to coach every single person from the defense. You know, you want to try to make the team better. So it's just great being able to have the option to be able to coach everybody on the field from special teams to defense to all the different positions on offense. And the Rockies got big plays on offense and defense from Randall Gritchick last night, beating the Dodgers 5-3. Jim Williams, Rocky Mountain News Network. Have you discovered life in the passenger seat with modern amenities, big discounts for seniors, and door-to-door service options? Oh, <laughs> public transit is not what it used to be. Comfortably travel across the state or just across town while enjoying Wi-Fi, the view, and the stress-free experience. Caretakers can ride at no additional cost. Learn how easy it is to give up the keys at olderwiser.org. That's O-L-D-E-R-W-I-S-E-R dot O-R-G. <laughs> Summer is around the corner. Take time to refresh in Wyoming's Carbon County. Drive up and soak in the mineral hot springs. Visit one of their many museums. Take a scenic hike, horseback ride, or bike ride. Enjoy an array of lounging, dining, and entertainment options. All the fun set against the West's favorite backdrop. Plan your trip at wyomingcarboncounty.com. That's wyomingcarboncounty.com. Get your West on. Socialism, like the ancient ideas from which it springs, confuses the distinction between government and society. As a result, every time we object to a thing being done by government, the socialists conclude we object to it being done at all. We disapprove of state education, and the socialists say we are opposed to any education. Socialism. Frederick Bastiat, The Law. A lot of radio stations boast about having two, three, four, five hundred thousand listeners. But what they don't tell you is the average listener only listens for four minutes. A song plays they don't like, same old boring commentary, or worse yet, as soon as the commercial starts playing, they change the station. Here at 1360 KHNC, our listeners listen longer, a lot longer. 
We have one of the longest time spent listening in the industry. That means our listeners don't change the dial when the commercial starts playing because they don't want to miss what our hosts have to say next. Advertise with 1360 KHNC and have your message be heard. Call us at 970-587-5003. We also have the best rates in Colorado. 970-587-5003 or 1360KHNC.com. Is your fireplace not running right? Do you need maintenance or a fresh new look? I'm Keith, owner and service technician. And I'm Amy, scheduler for Abundant Flame Fireplace and Mechanical, servicing Northern Colorado. We service all brands of gas fireplaces, freestanding and built-in pellet stoves and fire pits. Call Abundant Flame Fireplace and Mechanical at 970-966-0217. Again, 970-966-0217. Or visit us on the web at Abundant hyphenflame.com Welcome to the third hour of today's Olive Tree and Lampstand Ministry Radio Church program. I'm uh, your host, Rick Rodriguez. And the uh, contact information is Olive Tree Ministry, P.O. Box 872, Longmont, Colorado, 80502. Podcasts are 1360khnc.com. For the program during the week, 2 to 3, Present Truth program, also on podcast 1360khnc.com. I'm going to finish out. I finished the last hour by mentioning that in the body of Christ, there would be infiltrators. Paul warned about them in Ephesians chapter uh, Ephesians 28. I'm trying to remember. Uh, And he warned the Christians that when he left Ephesus, he knew already men that were not Christian, that were devil worshippers, Satanists in our terminology, of that time that would come in to deceive the believers in Ephesus. And they came in. In America today, There are infiltrators in the churches of God that are not believers. But you have people, they preach the gospel. They teach the teachings of Christ. And you would believe that they're men of God. But because the believers don't have discernment, because they don't know When a person is speaking in spirit, 
and just not in the soul. There's a difference between speaking in the soul and speaking in the spirit. You can be under the anointing speaking in spirit. Or you may have abilities to communicate and people would assume that that is the spirit. I remember listening to Ravi Zacharias before he, before he died. And then we find out after his death, he's been involved with women, sexual activity, and his daughter has to admit it. But I remember listening to him on YouTube and pardon me, and I as I was listening to him boy he sounded right. Everything sounded just right. But deep in my spirit I just, I was thinking, I didn't know that much about him, but I, I just thought Something is not right with this guy, not knowing what I know now. But I just knew that something, he speaks great, he's intelligent, but something is not right. He didn't have the Holy Spirit upon him. The Spirit had lifted Ichabod. This is what Apostasy, those people in the churches that are apostate, they don't recognize the Holy Spirit. I remember going to to a big assembly here in northern Colorado one time. My wife and I went, and the music team gets out. Oh man, they're they're just going crazy, and it is loud, and it is just. And I'm thinking, and I told a friend that had been a member of that fellowship for years. I'd known him when we were in my early days of being churched. And uh, I went, I moved from Colorado, from Berkeley, California to a sister church in Denver, Colorado. And this friend, I knew him. And he'd been a, a member of this fellowship. And I'm listening to this group. And I told the brother, after they got done singing, we, we took a break. I said, man, brother, I said, these people, this is, this is soul. They're singing in the soul. I said, it, it, I don't like it. And he said, what? And I said, yeah. I said, that worship leader, that guy doesn't know his spirit. He's not singing in spirit. He's singing in the soul. And all the whole group, soulish worship. Well, he got offended. He got offended. And then through the years following that, I would talk to him about these assemblies that he'd be part of. Big assembly. He ended up down in in, uh, the big assembly down in Colorado Springs with, oh, what's his name? Ted Haggard. Great, great. Oh, man. And I told him, I said, I don't know, man. I don't know. Some of these big assemblies down here they're not of God. He got offended. Well, guess what? Eventually, down the road a ways, the Lord began to open his eyes. And right now, presently, he is not 
really meeting with any of these assemblies anymore down there. He meets with his family, and uh, he's very careful now about his, his, who he's tied into. So up here in northern Colorado, a music team singing in the soul, and no one in the place is even aware that it is soulish music. They're so deceived believing it was spiritual music. This is why apostasy has crept into the churches in America. Because the pastors have not taught the children in their assemblies the difference between the soul and the spirit or the spirit and the flesh. And that's what, why the apostasy has come in. And the believers don't know the people that are great names in Christianity in this country and they do not have the Holy Spirit upon their speaking, in their speaking. They have great ministries, big ministries, powerful ministries, wealthy, educated people that don't know the Spirit. They don't know the Word. They take everything that these men speak as true teachings of Christ. No. So, I was reading in the last hour out of Second Timothy 3. I'm down to verse 14. Paul said, You should continue following the teachings you learned the teachings that were given to them through the apostles. Christ presented the teachings, his teachings to his disciples. The disciples become apostles. The, dis the apostles are teaching the assemblies. And Paul is saying, you need to follow those teachings. You know, you should be confident that they are true because you trust those who taught you. I trusted those who taught me and what they spoke was right. And before they're like one brother and two brothers, before they went kind of sideways, I, they, they were great. <clears throat> they were, their teachings and their conduct was great. Then one brother, he crashes. And after that point, after his crash, I don't take his doctrine. I don't take his teachings. I don't I don't really take anything that he he has to say to me. <clears throat> I'm assisting him just to begin to function in life again. And I help him uh he and his wife to recover. Not to recover to be put into ministry, just to recover so they can make it in life. And the other brother after uh, not just there came a day where I just didn't he the brother didn't have the spirit upon him anymore he just he had the same teachings over and over again and again but he didn't have the spirit upon him my wife and i discussed this for some reason he wasn't helping us spiritually we liked his message but even his message didn't have the power that it had 
years before. Well, he didn't have the power to tell his wife to rebuke her or to set her straight and she's having an affair with some other elder of another church. Man. But for the sake of he didn't want to suffer shame by having a divorce, I'd have just said, well, uh, my wife knows my position. We would just separate. We would not remarry. Since you were a child, an infant, Timothy, you have known the Holy Scriptures, which were able to make you wise. And that wisdom leads to salvation through faith in Christ Jesus. Like I finished the last hour. For those listening, you need wisdom. You need to pray for wisdom like you've never had before. You have to have wisdom. You need knowledge. You need understanding. You need discernment like never before. Because if you think the evangelical churches are deceived now, if you think they are apostate now, you just wait. It is going to be the Christians that are apostate that are going to be betraying their fellow Christians that are truly doing the work of God and these supposed religious Christians that have no discernment or depth of life and reality of Christ are going to believe that by turning in the godly Christians they are doing the will of God. I'm telling you, the great, the greatest, I have a friend, he went to be with the Lord in 1999 and we were having lunch 1996 right in that vicinity and he saw the he saw clearly what Christianity had become and he told me one day he says you know brother he says you know who I fear more than any anybody he says I fear I fear other Christians I said these other Christians he said, you better watch out for them. Because these, these people are evil. You've got to be careful. And I'm talking about true born-again Christians. He says, they will turn on you so fast, you cannot, you will not believe it. That was like in 1996. He says, I fear my fellow Christians more than I feel fear even the devil worshipers who we need to fear both these people are evil they cheat others they're imposters they'll go from bad to worse they will fool others but they will be fooling themselves they're going to be deceived and they're going to be deceiving people they're going to be deceived so follow the teachings that you've learned since you were a child that wisdom leads to salvation through faith in Christ Jesus. Every scripture, all scripture is inspired by God. It is breathed out by God. It is God-breathed. It is useful for teaching, for showing people what is wrong in their lives, to refute error, for correcting faults, 
for teaching how to live right. It is good for training in righteousness, using the scriptures so that a person who serves God will be capable and competent, having all that is needed, fully equipped to do every good work. Your teaching should be to do every good work. I, I, uh, because of the, let's see, I'm going to read out of Jude too. Because of the condition of the churches in this country, the, who's going to, when Christ returns, who is going to receive the greatest punishment? Is it going to be the people in the congregations that were deceived? Trust me. Those in the congregations that were deceived, they're going to have tribulation in this life. And they're going to suffer consequences in the, in the coming millennial kingdom. They may not even make it to the wedding feast. They're going to be in outer darkness, weeping and gnashing of teeth, not eternally, but they're not going to be in with the bridegroom. And they're not going to be in with the festivities. They're not going to be at the great banquet. Eating. Eating and, and, and Christ waiting. And, and uh, he's going to seat us. And he's going to wait on us and feed us. He's going to drink with us in his kingdom. But there are going to be the members in the body of Christ who are going to be outside and they're going to be wanting to get inside. But no, they're not going to be allowed inside. There are five foolish virgins. There are five wise virgins. The five, five virgins, they're all Christians. The five wise are in with Christ in the wedding feast. The five foolish are outside. They didn't prepare. They didn't wash their garments they didn't buy oil. Their lamps are going to go out. They're going to be weeping and gnashing of teeth. But you won't hear the pastors of the land telling you this because the pastors of the land have occupation. My ministry is not an occupation. My ministry is the call that God has called me to do. It is, it is what God has ordained me to do. I don't do it for money. Yes, I thank God for the people that help me financially because they make it possible for me to be able to minister from the radio and in other ways. But that's not why I do it. It is not, it is not my occupation. It is what God has called me to do. I've been ordained to do this from the foundation of the world. At this time, at the end of the world, to tell God's children, we're closing out the age. You have a little bit of time to buy oil. Find the men who have the greatest insight. Buy oil so that your lives that might be off, you can, you know, like in your trajectory, you can be brought back into the exact path that you're to be on 
We've all been ordained to move into God, toward God, at a, at a, at a certain speed. And Satan will interfere with that. A true pastors will help you to realize you're off, you're off, you're, you're missing the mark, but you can turn, and then you might be, you need to move a little quicker. We're running out of time. If there was ever a time for you to have wisdom and to buy oil, it is now. Revelation. The true men of God will bring vision and give revelation to God's children. The revelation I'm giving this audience, as hard and difficult and unbelievable as it may be, we are in the land of the coming Antichrist. He's not coming from Israel. He's not coming from Rome. Not coming from Europe. Coming from a great empire at the end of the world called Babylon the Great. He's called the King of Babylon. Babylon is not in the desert of sand in Iraq. No. Babylon at the end of the world sits between oceans. It is a great empire. You know, I have been speaking to friends and family since 1980 about this. This this is when the Holy Spirit gave me the revelation that America is in the Bible. And this is what God does. He brings revelation to the minds of His people. But it can only come to the people, to the minds of the people that want to know the truth. If you want to believe a lie, God will oblige you. God will oblige people that want to believe a lie. And in Isaiah 66, the Lord says that, I come to my people, and I'm going to paraphrase it, I come to my people to tell them the truth, to present the truth to them, to give them insight into the time that they're in and and what's coming. But they don't want to know the truth. They want to be deceived. They prefer the lie rather than the truth. Well, the Lord said, okay, I will let them, I will allow them to believe the lie. They want to be deceived. I will allow it. But I'm going to pick how they're going to be deceived. I will pick their deception. I have that right. I am God. And he tells the children of Israel, you don't want to know the truth? I'll pick your deception. Deception. You don't want to believe that I punish those that uh, stray from me? Well, then I'll let you stray and I won't tell you how you're going to stray and then I'm going to have to punish you. The prophets of the land, of this country, there will be prophets and there will be apostles in America. Revelation chapter 18. They will be called the holy apostles and the holy prophets. And here you have the unholy apostles of the land and the unholy prophets of the land and the unholy pastors of the land and then those that have crept in the devil worshippers that have crept into the churches 
and you have a church that is not discerning, a body of believers that don't know the Word, that don't know the Holy Spirit because they didn't, the, the men that they were uh, affiliated with or, or those that were their teachers don't know the Spirit. I thank God that when I gave my life and to the Lord, the man that shepherded me in the first four or five years of my <clears throat> my wife and I both <clears throat> of our upbringing in Christ, they knew the Spirit. They knew the difference between Spirit, the flesh, and the soul. We learned the Scriptures. We learned how to pray in Spirit. We knew how to pray and worship in Spirit. We knew how to fellowship in Spirit. We had a sensitivity to the Holy Spirit. The old books I used to read, you know, praying hide and and uh, uh, I I don't uh, I don't remember all the other books I read. They were all inner life books, people that were inner life. It would teach you how to abide in Christ, how to know the Spirit, how to know when you were praying amiss, when you were worshiping. When you would start in the soul and then have to fight through to sing in the spirit. How you knew when you were getting ready to do something, whether it was yourself or your flesh. It's a discipline. These Christian disciplines have not been taught. The Christians of America, many of them, have not been trained in the Christian disciplines Praying in spirit, worshiping in spirit, walking in spirit. I, I'm, I'm not condemning, I'm just saying this is vital for a living walk with Christ to know how to walk in spirit. Okay, 30 minutes more. We'll be back in a few minutes. Rick Rodriguez, 1360KHNC.com for podcast. This is Rick Rodriguez. I'll be the host of The Present Truth, Monday through Thursday from 2 to 3. Topics, American World Hegemony, New World Order, Agendas of Secret Societies, The Coming World Religion. Again, Monday through Thursday, 2 to 3. Come join us at Civica Academy Charter School in Millican. We are now enrolling for grades 6 through 10. Do you remember when students knew their country was great and they knew why? They stood proudly for the pledge. Remember when they didn't have phones on them and they used the phone at the front office and they cared about their grades and their report cards? Or what about when they took time to get ready and look nice for school and they respected the adults around them and were prepared at graduation to work hard and keep a job? Well, guess what? We're back. Civica. 1360 KHNC is proud to announce our partnership with My Kind CBD, a local Colorado-based company that uses no pesticides, no herbicides, completely organic, no heavy metals. All their products are CAO certified. That's right, independently lab certified. Our prices are the best in the country. Go out to 1360KHNC.com and hit the shopping cart button and make your purchase today. Tehebo Tea Club's original Pure Pouty Arco Super Tea comes from the only tree in the world that fungus does not grow on. 
As a result, it naturally has antifungal, anti-infection, antiviral, antibacterial, anti-inflammation, and anti-parasite properties. So the tea is great for healthy people because it helps build the immune system, and it can truly be miraculous for someone fighting a potentially life-threatening disease due to an infection, diabetes, or cancer. The tea is also organic and naturally caffeine-free. A one-pound package of tea is $49.95, which includes shipping. To order, please visit TeheboTeaClub.com. Tehebo is spelled T like Tom, A-H-E-E-B like boy, O, then continue with the word T and then the word club. The complete website is TeheboTeaClub.com or call us at 818-610-8088, Monday through Saturday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. California time. That's 818-610-8088, TeheboTeaClub.com. Hey, this is Mike Ramsey, Ramsey Auto Group, with Steve Pardue, 6175 West 10th Street, Greeley is our new address. Phone number is 970-443-5654. We specialize in used trucks and sport utility vehicles, but mainly trucks. We have extended our hours on Saturdays to 10 to 3 and Monday through Friday, 930 to 530, serving the Greeley community and the surrounding areas, but we are really proud to call Greeley our home. 970-443-5654, 6175 West 10th Street in Greeley. Treat your ears and shake your rear with the Funky Garage Fossil Jostle, Saturday nights at 8 p.m. on 1360 KHNC. You'll hear the coolest 60s garage, psychedelic surf, and 60s and 70s funky grooves. Tune in, turn up, and get down. Oh, a happy day. Oh, a happy day. When Jesus Okay, as we finish out the last hour, I will give out contact information one more time. It's uh, Olive Tree Ministry, P.O. Box 872, Longmont, Colorado, 80501. I'm sorry, 80502. And then the podcasts are 1360khnc.com. Oh, let me get my glasses. Just dropped them. <clears throat> okay. The great apostasy. People don't know what it is. They do not, many don't know that they're apostate. They don't, they think that Christianity is all about just going to assembly and singing and worshiping and praising. It is. That's a big part of it. True worship. God desires true worship. True praise. But He doesn't, you cannot worship and praise in the soul. It's strange fire. He doesn't accept it. And he has a way, I was going to tell you that in American evangelical Christianity is in the Bible. It is chapter 3, verse 14 of Revelation. 
It is a Laodicean church. We are the church in Laodicea. We are identical to the churches in Corinth. We have the exact same personality as the Corinthian churches. The Corinthian churches were churches that never weaned themselves off of the milk. And in Isaiah chapter 28, Isaiah makes the same comment and that God's people have to be weaned off of the nipple. I'll phrase it the way Isaiah phrases it. Off of the breast. They have to be weaned off of that. They have to be uh, trained in in the matters of righteousness. The matters of justice. There is justice with God. And the believers in this country, like with these pastors I was talking about, wow, I can't believe that one of the main pastors, his wife had been having this affair. And I I knew, as I look back, that for some reason, the spirit that he had back in the late 70s and the power and the dynamic in his abilities to evangelize was no longer what it was it 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 uh it's like he he was in a time warp or something it was like he just didn't he wasn't going forward well i couldn't i didn't realize why but because there was a problem that he should have dealt with and he didn't and it was a, his wife was very powerful, very strong-willed, Jezebel, Jezebel type of a spirit, very, very, very powerful in her soul, and he couldn't, he couldn't uh, fight it. I've seen other pastors like that too. I know one brother. <clears throat> whose who's, uh, well that's a testimony for another time but going on here I've got to go to Jude I'm going to go to Jude real quick in American churches you have Satanists that have infiltrated this is Jude the expanded Bible Jude a servant of Christ Jesus Christ the Messiah the brother of James the half-brother of Jesus, to all who have been called, chosen by God, the Father loves you, and you have been kept safe by Jesus Christ. Mercy, peace, and love to you. May it be richly in abundance and more and more. God will punish the sinners. The next next, uh, few verses. Friends, I want it very much to write you about the salvation we all share. But I felt the need to write you about something else. I want to encourage you to fight hard for the faith. Contend for it, for the authentic gospel message that was given, handed down by the holy people of God. Once, 
and for all time. Some people have secretly entered in, infiltrated your group. Long ago, the prophets wrote about these people who will be judged guilty. Their condemnation was written about. It was predetermined. They are against God and have changed and they perverted the grace of our God with its freedom from legalistic rules to a, into a reason for sexual sin, for immorality. They also refused to accept and uh, they deny and they've turned against the Lord and Jesus Christ. I want to remind you of some of the things you already know. Remember, the Lord saved his people by bringing them out of the land of Egypt. But later he destroyed all those who did not believe, those that were unfaithful. Remember the angels who did not keep their place of power. They didn't keep their position of authority, their uh, own domain. But they left their proper, proper dwelling place. The Lord has kept these angels in darkness, in the netherworld or underworld, bound with everlasting change, chains to be judged on the great day, the final day of judgment. Remember the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah. They were destroyed by God for their evil. The other towns around them also. In the same way, they were full of sexual sin. People who desired sexual relations that God did not allow. They pursued these perversions. They departed after different flesh. They suffered the punishment of eternal fire as an example for all to see. In the same, it is the same with these people, these false teachers. They are guided by dreams. They make themselves filthy with sin. They live immoral lives. Their bodies are there to defile the flesh. They reject, they despise God's authority. They speak against, they insult the angels, even the angels of heaven. <clears throat> these celestial beings. And now you know what is restraining him. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Sorry. Not even the archangel Michael, a leader among God's angels, when he contended with the devil, <clears throat> Michael, uh, contending about who's going to have the body of Moses, Michael dared not to judge the devil guilty. <coughs> Excuse me. He didn't bring a, a slanderous judgment. Instead, he said, The Lord rebuke you. <coughs> Excuse me. So even, even uh, Michael knew the authority of the devil. And he just told the devil, the Lord rebuke you. But these people, they speak about things they don't understand. What they do know by feeling, are they are like dumb, unreasoning animals. And the very thing, these very things are going to destroy them. It is going to be terrible for them. It's going to be a woe to them. They have followed the way of Cain, who murdered his brother Abel. And for money, because of greed, they have given themselves, 
They poured themselves out for doing the wrong. They, they've doing, uh, they're doing an error that Balaam did. They've rebelled against God as Korah did. Like Korah, they will be destroyed. They are like dirty spots, blemishes, hidden reefs in your special Christian meals that you share. They eat with you. They have no fear. They have no shame. They care only for themselves or the shepherds feeding themselves. They are like shepherds feeding themselves just for themselves. That's all. They're, they're, they're selfish. They are clouds without rain, uh, which the winds blow around. They are autumn trees without fruit that are pulled out of the ground, uprooted. So they are twice dead. Firstly, because they are barren and they're uprooted, and also because they are spiritually dead. They're spiritually dead. They're false teachers. They're like the wild waves of the sea tossing up their own shameful actions like foam. They are like the stars that wander in the sky. And uh, up there, uh, the reserve for them is black darkness which has been kept for them forever, which is going to, they're going to be kept in this dark darkness forever. Enoch, the seventh descendant from Adam, said about these people, look, the Lord is coming with many thousands of his holy angels to judge every person. He is coming to punish, to convict all and every soul who, are, who has sinned against God. The evil they have done uh, against him, they're going, to, they're going to be punished. He will punish the sinners who are against God, the ungodly sinners, for all their evil, for their high, harsh, defiant words that they have said against him. Now, I will say this concerning discernment. I, I uh, Many of you know that at one time, I was on a small station in Las Vegas, Nevada, KKVV. And I would go into the station on the weekend, and there was a, a brother that had a two-hour program. He called himself an apostle. And uh, I went in to visit the uh, manager on the weekend to pay for my program. And the apostle... He saw me walk in, and he had a guest and his uh, girl, his wife. So there were three of them in the booth, and he flagged me. He wanted me to come in, and I, I shook my head. I really didn't want to. I just wanted to get in, make pay my bill, and head out. But he flagged me in, so I went in, sat down, and we began a visit. And uh, the one of the questions that he asked me was, asked if I believe that a Christian could have demons. Well, <laughs> the sister, excuse me, the sister and her husband crossed the table from me. They were, you know, I mean, I can't believe that the apostle asked me that. But he said, do you think that Christians can have demons? Well, I had to be careful. I didn't know how to answer because, uh, I really didn't know this couple across from me, but something about them was not right. 
And I, I looked at the girl, the wife, and I thought, this lady's got issues. And I look at the husband, and I'm thinking, this guy, this guy's just something odd about him. Well, I, t- I said, okay, yes, Christians can, can di- Christians be totally demon-possessed. There are cases where, yes, Christians can be, when they have just gone and opened so many doors, yes, there can come a point where they can be possessed. There are some Christians who have opened doors to drugs to the point where they cannot be delivered, or alcohol, or other other uh, sins, pornography. There just comes a point where when it is these this evil is so deeply into them the spirit does take them over and they are useless to Christ and so we went on to talk and uh and I'm watching this girl and I thought this girl as a christian she has some demonic problems issues going on later on I find out that she did have a lot of emotional problems and the guy, I'm just thinking, this guy, I don't even think is a believer. But uh, we went through the program. And uh, then, years later, I ran into this couple in uh, Delta, Colorado. This was out in Vegas initially. But now they're in Delta, Colorado. And there was a camp meeting. This friend that uh, I had him on the program, Ron Perry, and Ron had a camp meeting every year, and we were at the camp meeting, and we were between the morning meeting and the afternoon meeting. We were having lunch. And uh, I came in, and I went over. We got our, our place. We we uh, walked over by the tables, and we got what we wanted to eat. And I was looking around, and I saw this guy sitting over at the table. So I went over, and I sat down next to this guy. And uh, we're talking, and... This guy's really dead to Christ. I'm thinking, wow, this guy's. Wonder why this guy's even here. He doesn't seem to be. Doesn't have any life in him. So he, uh, we're talking. He said, uh, "You look familiar. Do I know you?" I said, "I don't think so." He said, oh, "Well, you look familiar." And we're talking, and he says, "So you travel with Brother Perry?" And I said, "Yeah, I've been traveling with him for about a year." And uh, he says, "So what do you do?" Well, I didn't know how to answer that question. I said, well, I just, uh, you know, we travel together and we, you know, go to California, Arizona. We're just kind of all over. And he says, yeah, well, uh, so what uh, what do you do? Well, for some reason, I just told him, I said, well, one thing that I do is with the ministries I've been involved with, I go into a ministry and I, uh, God has given me the ability to discern people that are in the assembly that are devil worshipers. So he's, the Lord has given me a, an ability to look and see Satanists. And he sat up and he said, no, no, God doesn't give those kind of abilities. I said, well, he does too. I said, sure he does. He goes, no, I, I don't think so. And I said, well, I said, you can think what you want, but... Uh, and I'm looking at this guy, and all of a sudden he stops. He looks at me and says, I remember you. You were in Las Vegas on the Apostles program. My wife and I were sitting across the table from you. 
there he was. The His wife had issues. She's a Christian. She's got a lot of mental problems. He is not even a believer. And then up there in Delta, he's involved in the New Age movement. So he got offended, picked up his plate, went to another table. He got busted. That's what God gives his children, abilities to see into that other world. You need those abilities. Rick Rodriguez will be right back. Warning! Warning! The person calling you has the coronavirus. The person calling you is infected with the coronavirus. Do not pick up. The virus is airborne and will travel through the ether wirelessly from phone to phone, thus infecting your phone. Save yourself and others around you. You will die if you answer this call. Do not pick up or you will be infected with the coronavirus. Higher rates, lower rates, negative rates, bail-ins, bail-outs, and so much more. You know why you need to own gold and silver. At the Patriot Trading Group, we're a different kind of company. We have no commission salespeople, no boiler room sales calls, no high-priced spokesmen. We believe in treating you with honesty and respect and delivering you the best products at the best price. Buying or selling, call us at 800-951-0592 or go to our website at allamericangold.com. Are you prepared for a power outage? Never be left in the dark again. Wagner Electric has proudly partnered with Generac to provide long-lasting generators for your home. We have standalone and portable generators in stock now. So give us a call for a free estimate at 970-800-3693. If you are constructing or upgrading your home, trust our expert electricians to take care of your home the first time. We offer services for anything from wiring an unfinished basement to wiring a newly built pole barn. Your electrical system is the heartbeat of your home. So don't risk it and give us a call today to get started at 970-800-3693 or visit us at wagnerelectricco.com. We are located off Highway 85 in Greeley at 1517 2nd Avenue. Wagner Electric sets the standard. Did you get some mud on your pants? Did you get a little spaghetti sauce on your shirt? Did you get shed on by your dog? Well, I had on clean underwear, clean underwear. Yeah, my mama, well, if so, call New Method Cleaners, Northern Colorado's oldest dry cleaners. Located in Severance and Fort Collins, you can reach them at 970-775-0623. That's 970-775-0623. Are you an expert in your field? Do you want to educate your fellow man? Or have you always just wanted to be on the radio? Here at 1360 KHNC, you can do just that by hosting your own radio show. Looking to grow your business or share your thoughts and opinions or simply bragging to your friends that you have your own radio show. For more information, call us at 970-587-5003 or email us at contact at 1360KHNC.com.
Well, we're finishing out the third hour of today's program. This is the July, last day of July, 2022. I uh, want you to have a wonderful week. And one last time, contact information is Olive Tree Ministry, P.O. Box 872, Longmont, Colorado, 80502, podcast 1360khnc.com. And then join me during the week from uh, 2 to 3 for the Present Truth Program. Podcasts also on 1360khnc.com. So, I'll finish out by saying, if there was ever a time you needed wisdom and discernment, it is now. We are in the greatest time of deception ever in the history of the world. The deception is going to, like darkness, continue to descend upon the people of the world. We, believers of all people, have the Holy Spirit and He has given gifts to His people. One of the gifts is the gift of discernment, which is a vital gift for all of us so that we can see what is going on around us. We will have an idea of our environment, of, of our, what is taking place, just like with this, uh, this man. Uh, I meet him in Las Vegas, he and his wife, they're up at the camp meeting in Delta, Colorado, and he's in the occult. And he didn't like it that I would tell him that one of the gifts God has given me is to go into assemblies and see who in those assemblies are devil worshipers. He didn't like that because he were one. He was one. And he picked up his food and he went to another table. I never saw him again. He didn't come back to any more of the meetings even though his wife came to everyone. He never returned. Rats that are exposed to the light make sure they find a way to stay in the darkness. We need discernment. And the prophetic people here in northern Colorado, there are those ordained by God to be prophets and they must have the one quality they must be righteous and holy so we're done for today may the may may the may god pour his spirit out upon you i pray god pours his spirit out upon you in power i pray that god gives you great great discernment that you need and great wisdom. God bless you with wisdom and discernment. Rick Rodriguez. Kids, when making those cool motorcycle sounds when riding your bikes, don't use your baseball or even your Pokemon cards because they may be worth money someday. Instead, use that embarrassing baby picture that your mom took of you in that ridiculous outfit. But when she finds out, you didn't hear that from us. Another friendly reminder from 1360 KHNC, the roar of the Rockies. Always wear your helmet. You're listening to the roar of the Rockies, KHNC, 1360 AM, Johnstown, Green.